Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, back to the Jason and John Show, live from the Leaders Credit Union Studios. Let Leaders Credit Union champion your financial story at leaderscu.com slash ESPN, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Joe Theismann. Super Bowl champion, former NFL MVP and college football Hall of Famer. And on June 2nd, here in Memphis, he'll receive the AutoZone Liberty Bowl's Distinguished Citizen Award. He joins us now. Joe, first off, congratulations, brother. Jason, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It's, uh, listen to the applause. I, thank you. Thank you. Everybody. Yeah, deserved. Of course. Uh, no, and uh, it's, it's a tremendous honor. Um, you know, so many times we get uh, recognized for what happens on the field, but you know, you try and be a, a good citizen. You try and do things that you can for the community. And I appreciate this very much. And also I want to send uh, my best out to John and congratulations on uh, the new addition to the family and uh, wish him all the luck in the world with the little one. Oh man. Very nice of you. It's John's second child, first boy. Uh, yeah, man, but we're all, we're all happy for him. And he'll certainly appreciate that. Joe, I got, I got to ask you about, about the award when, when did you find out you were up for it? When did you, how, how'd you find out you won or that you'll be uh, named recipient on June 2nd? I was notified a little while ago, and uh, we've been sort of coordinating the, the release date. Um, I'll be doing some stuff when we get closer to June as well. But uh, I just, I was, you know, you look at the list of people that have received this award, and it's just a, it humbles you to be a part of a, such an incredible group of people. You absolutely uh, deserved Joe Theismann, the Memphian, absolutely deserved. So we congratulate you again. And 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 I couldn't get into to, to football questions with you without you know first asking you about the situation. Yes, you, you've been Joe. You've celebrated a Super Bowl. You've you've been a part of celebrations like that. And we see tragedy unfold yesterday. Just your thoughts, man. When you you, you saw you know what's supposed to be a a beautiful, you know, sort of dreamy day, especially for those fans that went out there and you see it turn into nightmare. Just your, your thoughts on the, uh, on what unfolded yesterday. My heart goes out to everybody. I mean, you know, the, the chiefs are celebrating an incredible accomplishment and then it something as tragic as this has to happen. Uh, you know, a loss of a life and so many people injured, just you're sickened by it. I mean, you're sickened by it and you just, you, you know, you, it's it it carries over into what's going on in life and society and it's like man we got to get a handle on some of this on everything as far as you know just this um this tragic things that continue to occur and it's um 
like I say, my heart and prayers go out to those people that were there. And, and the, you know, the mother, I believe it was a mother that was, was shot. Uh, I heard the news this morning. It's just, it's such an incredible tragedy uh, at, at such an event where it was supposed to be a great celebration. Yeah, 11 kids. I think about John holding that baby boy, and I think about 11 kids shot out there. And just the inherent evil, right, that must be in uh, people to be able to, to be capable of something like that, 11 kids. Thankfully, it, it sounds like, uh, at least of the 11 kids, none of them at this point are in critical, uh, just a tragic situation. I, I, you know, I, there's no segue, Joe, but, you know, Patrick Mahomes. No, you know, other, go ahead, go ahead. You know, the other thing, too, is, you know, what, what comes to my mind, what really came to my mind is why? Why? Mm-hmm. What, quite, yeah. Every time why? we ask it, right, Joe? So what do we do? Yeah. What, I, I, I didn't mean to get here, but like, so so we ask the why, and now what, right? It, so it, do we all go back to our to our holes and our jobs, you know, to, today and tomorrow, and forget about it, or or do we actually do we actually finally realize we've got to make some sort of change here in terms of it, it, from state to state, but but obviously across the country? I think so. I, I think you know. I mean. It, Part of it, I, I guess things, maybe things like this occurred back when there wasn't social media, when you didn't have as much coverage as we see in stuff today. I don't know whether it was or wasn't, but, you know, these things seem to garner so much attention right now. And, yep. you know, I, I don't I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer I don't to either, Joe. what the problem is. and I don't know the answer to why. So, you know, I guess we'll just hopefully pray that it just doesn't continue. That's um what else can we say about Patrick Mahomes? How far up the pan- – you know, you have to, right? You have to move him up into the yeah. pantheon. I, I'm, I'm sort of, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm frustrated by the, the, the Tom Brady-Patrick Mahomes debate in terms of GOAT debate. I mean, what we're watching is obviously greatness. So was Jack Nicklaus and, and Tiger Woods in terms of the greatness we were watching. But, but in terms of what he's doing – Making the plays when they have to, and the fr- the fact that you gave them the ball last there. Uh, what more can we say about the greatness of Patrick Mahomes? You know, I, I thought that whoever got the ball last was going to wind up winning the ball game. I mean, it's just they were two. They were those football teams were that good, Jace. Yeah. They really were. And you figured, you know, one would have the opportunity. You know, it, it, what gets lost in this conversation, to be perfectly honest with you, is Joe Montana. Yes. Joe never threw an interception in a Super Bowl. You know, Tom has seven world championships yes patrick now has three but troy aikman has three uh terry Bradshaw has four you know it's it's like you know you want to you want to put him up there and as you say the pantheon with with tom brady but there are others that are in this rarefied air as well <clears throat> and to me you know patrick's the best quarterback in football you know the expletives go on and on and on he, he's a clutch guy makes plays when he has to makes him with his legs makes good decisions, um, overcomes adversity, leads his team, takes it on his shoulders. I mean, all those things apply to Patrick. Um, you know, in this game, it was even though San Francisco was favored and I picked them to win, I, said it, I basically said in every interview I did, if the Kansas City Chiefs win, I wouldn't be surprised because, you know, they have Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Chris Jones ends up making a heck of a difference, too. That that KC defense all season long, you could make a case it was the MVP. Not just, you know, in that game and Chris Jones making a huge play, um, but obviously that KC defense all year long was fantastic. Well, Chris Jones, I mean, look what, look what the Chiefs were without him in the beginning of the year when he held out. 100%. And then look at them when they had him. You know, there's, there's always, you know, people say it is a team sport, but there are individuals that can impact 
the outcome of a game and affects the team concept. Got to have Chris Jones is one of those guys. Patrick Mahomes is the other, and Travis Kelsey. I mean, you, you go back to you go back to the uh, championship game. You know, I, I, Travis was upset. He only got one ball in the first first half, and Andy rectified that in the second half. And look at the outcome. Yeah. Um, where are you at on Shanahan, Joe? I got to ask you about the overtime decision at that point. Are are you putting it in a decision where you're giving Patrick the ball last? I, I understand the logic of hey, in sudden death overtime, you know, we'll get the ball first. But is Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid really going to allow you to do that? Are they going to go for two? That's certainly what Chris Jones said they were going to do, and I believe him. Did you? Th- did, you did Shanahan blow it? No, I don't think so. I, you know, it's. It, you're going to have people say he did. Some people say most people probably say he, he should have kicked it. But you really want to kick the ball to Patrick Mahomes in overtime? I mean, that's that's what you're faced with. You know, you defer and give them the ball. Um, you know, you had you hadn't really played that well in the second half. Now you're going to give it, you know, to him. Uh, you know, and look look where they got to. They got close. They got down, you know, down around the goal line. So, you know, to me, I, I don't I don't disagree with the decision to take the football. I mean, you're sending a message to your football team. I believe in you. Go get it done. I get it with the with the the previous rule that okay, if we score a touchdown, it's over. But in the you know with those new rules, Patrick getting it back, it just uh, seemed to make more sense to get it second hand. But but it, to that point, uh, San Francisco should have run off Joe with the game in the first half when that defense did have Kansas City disc, Kansas City discombobulated and everything else. Let me let me let me turn you to to draft because I'm so interested, Joe, in what the commanders are going to do what what would you do in that front office in the sense that uh, listen I'm a Bears fan it feels like the Bears own this draft and everybody loves Caleb Williams should they make that call to Chicago and and whether it's a future first rounder or two first rounders you go get your guy Caleb Williams who Joe you'd know better is from around is from there I suppose and you've got your guy or are you okay taking your choice between Drake May and Jaden Daniels what should the commanders do just because he's from the area doesn't, you know, you're still oh, going to yeah. have to play oh, on the football field. Absolutely. Fact, I, I think sometimes if you're from an area, there's more pressure on you. It's like, you know, I grew up in Jersey, and I wanted to play in Philadelphia. I wanted to play, you know, for the Giants at that time. But, you know, it, it, you think about it over time, there is a lot more pressure on the individual. Um, the fact that Cliff Kingsbury was at USC a year ago and yep. is now the offensive coordinator with the commanders, maybe that's a telltale sign that maybe they're going to go after Caleb. Um, but, you know, Jalen, Caleb, and, and Drake, you know, they're three young quarterbacks that are going to have to learn how to play in this system. Now, the one thing I look at with Caleb is Cliff, he basically understands Cliff's system. So he's going to be ahead of the curve with the commanders if they wind up with him. Mm-hmm. But like you said, this, is, this draft belongs to the Bears. They got one in nine. If they could pick something else up somewhere down the road, you know, and what do they do? They they pretty much I think ought to take a quarterback as well and and the commanders almost have to take a quarterback. You've got new ownership. There's enthusiasm. There's excitement. There's a new coach. If you draft an offensive lineman, you're throwing a little, you know, you're throwing a little water on the on the parade there yeah. a little bit. And it's like okay, you know, we, we took a lineman. You don't need a wide receiver. You don't need a running back. You definitely need offensive linemen, and you can get some down the road because. You've got a lot of cap space. I think you have more cap space than anybody in football, so you can pick some people up there. Yep. And I think quarterback is the right choice. And all indications to me, I don't know anything. I want to preface that because people accuse me of knowing too much. I don't know anything. The bottom line is, is it looks to me like it might be Caleb Williams would be 
would be the logical choice. Let's put it that way. But hey, when has football ever been logical? It, n- never. And and I tell you, and you know this. It's been a long time since the Bears had a had a real franchise quarterback. A lot of people say you got to go all the way back to to Sid. So let me ask you this: You're the perfect guy to ask you to play it at the highest level. How much of this is about? Because I tell you, you haven't watched the Bears. You spend high draft picks on Trubisky, and you did it with Fields. And while we can all sit up here and put it on those guys, obviously the Bears, Joe, they didn't have good plans for either one. And I, I would tell you, there's a you know there there is a path where I think Justin Fields probably is successful in Chicago. Didn't think they had a great plan. So how much is about the culture and the development of the quarterback? And about in and in the other part, obviously the guy himself. I mean, if you just drop Caleb Williams into a bad situation, is he necessarily going to succeed because he's so good? Is it a fifty-fifty proposition? How good does the culture, the coaching, and the development have to be? I think they have. I think they have to be in sync with one another. Uh, the culture has to be one which you know Dan Quinn's going to create. Uh, Ron Rivera, you know, we were short. We were short at the quarterback position. If you don't have a quarterback, you can't win, Jason. Right. Bottom line, we know. if yep. a guy and, – and the thing is, is if you don't protect him, he can't win. And that was one of the biggest problems that Sam Howell faced. I think he was, you know, either the first or second most sacked quarterback. That doesn't count the amount of times you get hit. Everybody says, oh, look, 70-some sacks. Well, or 80, whatever the number was. How about the times you get hit? Mm-hmm. That, that's the crazy part of it. But I think that all has to do with the development of your football team. And, you know, that's what Dan wants to do. He's got to wrap his arms around what he has, uh, the players he has, the culture he wants to create. And to me, like, let's take Chicago as an example. I would draft a quarterback because I've got enough picks. I've got a pretty good football team around him. Yep. And let Justin Fields develop. Let's see where he is at the end of this year because it's not going to cost you any more money. The economics work in your favor to be able to go get a quarterback. And if that guy winds up being the quarterback, you're still looking at four years of economic uh, safety. So you don't have to come up with the 250 or whatever the crazy numbers are today as far as the number goes. So I think, I think culture is important. I think who's your offensive coordinator? What's their familiarity with uh, the individuals that are there? What kind of offense do you want to run? I just don't see the commanders running an air raid offense. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I still think you have to be able to run the football. You look at Kansas City. Pacheco was unbelievable through the playoffs. Now, you know, Chris, uh, Christian McCafferty for the San Francisco 49ers. Look at those two football teams and their two running backs. They had a lot to do with the outcome of games. So you, you just you – just, People are too good to just drop back and throw it around all over the place in yep. this in this business. Yep. Be interesting to see how it all unfolds. We're talking, of course, to uh, former NFL MVP, Super Bowl champion Joe Theismann, who's set to receive the AutoZone Liberty Bowl's Distinguished Citizen Award on June 2nd at the Hilton Memphis Hotel. Were you as surprised as I was, Joe, that I guess we had eight open spots, but one of them obviously is the Patriots, that Bill Belichick isn't in one of those spots? I not really. Uh, I, I think the spot had to be the exact spot for both the owner and, and Bill. Um, certainly, if he wants to coach next year, I think there's going to be opportunities because there always is. You know, we see about six coaches every year at least winding up getting fired. So there'll be other opportunities. But, you know, Bill, Bill ran the organization for so many years in New England, handled the draft, coached the football team, did all those things. Um, was anybody willing to give up that much power? As ownership, that's why the Jerry Jones conversation in Dallas made no sense to me whatsoever. But I, I think that Bill, I think Bill will find a home. I think he wants the record. Um, 
I think he wants to go someplace where he has to believe he has a quarterback who can play because that was a problem in New England. You know, that, that, did, that didn't turn out very well. But I think he'll be back. And it, it, it really didn't necessarily surprise me because everybody's gone young. Look at the age of these quarterbacks, most yep. of them, or, the, or these coaches, most of them. Uh, the other thing, too, about the AutoZone Liberty Bowl Award is the proceeds go to St. Jude. And St. Jude is very near and dear to all of us here in Memphis. Uh, they're near and dear to my heart. As a matter of fact, if you go to my website, com, people send me trading cards and pennants and helmets and footballs for me to sign. And I, I do them gladly. And all I ask for is a donation to St. Jude. Um, and and, and all, yeah. all the money all the money goes to St. Jude. And it, to me, you know, it's it's just an incredible place. It's, it's a place where angels work and, and angels survive. But, and that, they're an absolute blessing. Uh, here in Memphis, Joe, and you as a Memphian, you you know that that's that's awesome of you, and yeah, we know it well, man. How many and now now it's you know the world really knows the story, and thankfully, uh, with the help of guys like you, uh, that's that's why you're up for this award, Joe. I, I I must ask you, ever have a teammate like Travis Kelsey that you know you loved him because he's great, right? And you but but you but because of that, you also put up with the antics. I was comparing him to sort of Draymond Green with Golden State. That that incident, right, where they're frustrated, he bumps. Andy Reid, I'm not sure I've seen anything like that, especially with those those high stakes. Ha, have you seen anything like that? You ever had a teammate like that where you know, yes, he's great, but you know, we sort of had to we sort of had to put up with the antics. What what do you think of that that Kelsey play? If they'd lose that game, Joe, we're talking a lot different about that bump. Yeah, I mean, and, I, and he didn't do it on purpose. I think he was just so emotionally distraught about not being a part of what was going on. Um, it's like, hey, g- give me the ball. I mean, what more do you need to see from me to let you know that I really need the football to help this football team win? And I just think he got caught up in the mo- in the moment. I understand it. We we just didn't do that when we played. You never you never confronted a coach like they do today. And you know, credit to Andy Reid. He's a Hall of Fame coach. And and when he decides to leave the game, he'll immediately get into the Hall of Fame, and he deserves to be there. Yeah. But you look at you know, Tariq Hill wasn't the easiest guy, and Andy brought him in. Michael Vick went through some issues. Andy brought him in. You know, Andy, Andy has a way of dealing with players that's very unique. It's, it's more than just X's and O's when you're a head coach. It's how do you deal with the players? How do you get the most out of them? How do you understand who they are and what you do? You know, like Jimmy John, they asked Jimmy Johnson one day if you know, there was some linebacker that sort of fell asleep in a meeting, and he cut him. And he said, if that was Troy Aikman, what would you do? He said, I'd wake him up. <laughs> you know, so That's it. Uh, you, know, you, you have to understand your football team and your players. And, you know, Andy certainly knows, you know, Travis runs hot and high. And, uh, and an unbelievable football player. Unbelievable. You know, and, and, you know, people are talking about a dynasty. It's a dynasty. Well, what are the Kansas City Chiefs going to look like next year? Who's going to be there? Who's not going to be there? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yes, with Patrick there, it makes a world of difference. Now, we've seen contracts. I assume he's got one coming up here in the not-too-distant future that will be monumental. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be Mount Rushmore when it comes to contracts, uh, and deservedly so. Joe, we're looking forward to having you uh, on June 2nd, man, and seeing you at the Hilton Memphis Hotel when you receive the Distinguished Citizen Award. Congratulations again, sir. We appreciate your time, too. Jason, thank you so much, and, and I, like I say, I'm, I'm humbled and I'm thankful, and I appreciate the award. Always a pleasure. Joe, thank you. Take care. Yep. Bye-bye. He is Joe Theismann, a Super Bowl champ.
NFL MVP, and now AutoZone Liberty Bowl Distinguished Citizen Award recipient. Tickets for that June 2nd ceremony at the Hilton Memphis Hotel, 150 bucks and a table of 10 you can do for 1500 All proceeds are going, as Joe said, to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Such a great cause. Yeah. You can reserve a table or a seat calling 795-7700. Want to make sure we put that number out there. Great cause. Obviously, Joe, very deserving. 795-7700. Four tickets to reserve a table, whatever you want to do. Appreciate Joe Theismann. Disagree with him on the Justin Fields take, but I wasn't going to make this a Chicago Bears I think that, is, that was a good way we, to we, go with and that. I think it's it's, it's time also, to move on from Justin Fields. Also, I noticed the answer on the overtime thing. It sounds like Joe was feeling oh, the, rules. Yeah, the, the, the 49ers side of this. And I'm I, maybe I, maybe it's just the old school. You're so used to, to that it's it's sudden death. Well, so when you're kicking it to Patrick Mahomes, he sounded like, okay, well, Patrick can end the game with a touchdown. But that's old rules. Yeah, that's so everybody. That's, I, I think we've done it for so many years that way. And I'm not saying Joe is alone in this. No, that's what I'm saying. I mean, no, he gets it back now with these new rules. You, you get, gets everybody's it seeing the ball. And he gets all four downs right. because he knows what he has to do. Everybody's seeing the ball, and so that was a mistake by Shannon. I'm, I mean, you, you, to, to we're, say we're though that to, it. To, to say though that this is not on him is fine. Right. We, we've talked though today, or we will talk. <laughs> I mean, the, to make Steve Wilkes the scapegoat. Right. Yes, that defense had slipped oh, in some areas, <laughs> but you could also make a case that over the last two years it was better than D'Amico Ryan's defense. And so, and D'Amico Ryan's Preach. when he got a head coaching job, you make your DC listen. So someone, someone had to be fired. When you lose, it certainly wasn't going to be Shanahan, the head coach, and so Steve Wilkes, whose defense and rushing, you know, you were 26th against the run. That's that's not acceptable. He he gave them the opportunity. He becomes the scapegoat, but that was not a defensive issue. No, they should have run off from KC in the first half of that game. Appreciate Joe Theismann, and congratulations yeah, again to yep. him on the uh, Distinguished Citizen Award from the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. And nice little shout out for John. And young DJ too from a from, from a former NFL baby. MVP. You need to you need to clip that one up, John, I actually and play put it, for, in my notes. play it for your son. Yeah, yeah. we've got much more, uh, including third hour. We're going to have Jeff Calkins. Much more to do. You're listening to Jason and John, 92.9 FM, ESPN. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.